Welcome to the Locked On Islanders Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad to be with you today. A busy day. Islanders making a trade yesterday. We'll analyze it all. Don't forget, today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All right, so we've got a lot to discuss. Islanders making a trade to free up some cap space and to uh, get some draft picks back, which we did predict, but the player that they dealt, not the same player we predicted. We'll talk about that. Rumors going around about some other moves that are forthcoming, another trade. Uh, Islanders signing a minor league goalie to replace the departed Christopher Gibson. We'll talk about that. And, of course, our Islanders' birthday of the day, and a lot more. So, plenty to talk about on today's show, and We also want to talk about what's on your mind. So if you have a comment, a question, a topic that's Islanders related that you'd like us to discuss, feel free to send us an email. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. Leave us your name and your number, and we're happy to mention you on the air when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter the Twitter handle at IceWarsNYRVSNYI, and we'll do our best to keep you up to date with all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings as it happens. So, uh, let's start out with the trade. It was a big one and an unexpected one, and if based on what we saw on Twitter, uh, wasn't exactly what Islander fans were expecting, and I think some of them were a little bit disappointed by it, but here is the deal. The Islanders dealing one of their top four defensemen on this date, and that is a little bit of a surprise as Devon Taves is now a member of the Colorado Avalanche. So the Islanders sending Devon Taves, defenseman, to the Avalanche in exchange for second-round picks, one in 2021 and one in 2022. So that's what the Islanders get back. And look, right now, Taves was scheduled to be a restricted free agent, and he did have arbitration rights indicated that he wanted to go to arbitration, according to the reports and sources that I've seen and spoken to, and basically, uh, 
Lou Lamorello obviously concerned that if Taves were to win his arbitration hearing or get too high of an award, that could also make for difficulties for the Islanders with regard to the salary cap. So Taves, who really did have a solid season on the Islanders' blue line, uh, was really a part of the second pairing. Really, I like the way his game matured as this season went on. You know, here's a guy who was considered a little bit of a late bloomer. Uh, Did not necessarily have a lot of NHL experience at this point for somebody his age, and yet really played well this season. I mean, Taze is 26. He'll be 27 uh, in February. Uh, Spent three seasons in college hockey at Quinnipiac, and then three seasons, or two and a half seasons, really, with Bridgeport before playing the last season and a half, really, with the Islanders. So 116 career games with the Islanders, 11 goals, 46 points. This year in 68 games, 6 goals and 22 assists, so 28 points for uh, Devon Taves. And in the playoffs, in 22 more games, 2 goals, 8 assists, and 10 points for Devon Taves. And look, here is a guy who really stepped up his game. The offense was way up over where he was a year ago. And in the playoffs, again, stepping up, look, 10 points in 22 playoff games would put him on pace for about a 40-point regular season. And you got to remember, in the playoffs, goals are harder to come by because the checking is tighter and the players you know, give an all-out effort at another level compared to what they give during the regular season. So not only did Devon Taves pick up his game during the regular season, but he really also showed during the playoffs that that regular season performance was no fluke. And that's important. And again, you got a guy who is 26 years old, should be entering his prime right about now, and to trade him away like this is not ideal, but realistically, I think what happened was the arbitration uh, really complicated things because that meant that Lou Lamorello could not control the cost of keeping Devon Taves, and it also meant that uh, probably the other factor is that, you know, the player the Islanders were looking to deal was more likely to be Nick Letty than Devon Taves, but they probably could not get anything substantial in return. And by picking up these second round picks, uh, you know, you're replacing some of the picks you gave away in the Andy Green uh, trade deadline deal and one of the picks you traded away in the Jean-Gabriel Pajot trade deadline deal, and you also now can turn around and include those picks in a deal that, you know, you're trying to dump some salary. So the latest rumor uh, is that another deal may be imminent, 
and that the rumor going around is that it may involve Johnny Boychuk, who the Islanders clearly do want to move, but maybe you have to include one or both of those newly acquired draft picks to sweeten the pot a little bit for a team that's willing to take on a very high salary for an aging defenseman in Johnny Boychuk. Now, Boychuk can still play, but he's getting paid for really now based on where he was three or four years ago as opposed to where he's at now. So uh, this deal does not make the Islanders necessarily a better team in the short run, but can, when you add it up with other deals, be better in the long run. And one other thing that was included in this whole discussion is the idea that the Islanders may very well also be signing or or be interested in re-signing Andy Green. And uh, Lamarillo was quoted as saying there's a strong chance Andy will be back in some role. So that may mean that Green is back as a player or even possibly a player assistant coach or maybe as a full-time coach. But uh, it does mean that, you know, you have Noah Dobson, you have Andy Green, you have some depth on the blue line, uh, and maybe that's why, even though it hurts, you could afford to send a guy like Devon Taves away if you know that you've got the depth to cover it. So, we have a lot more to talk about. The Islanders signing a goaltender who will probably start the season in the minors. We're going to talk about uh, another Islanders player, review their season and preview it, and our Islanders birthday of the day. Lots more to talk about on the Locked On Islanders podcast. And if you want to take great care of your car, Islanders fans, you've got to check out rockauto.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, but rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody, and they're reliably low. Rockauto.com always charges the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is a family business, and they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They have everything you need for your car, from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, or even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks, and they'll deliver it directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box, so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And folks, we all know about it, hitting the wall. At the end of the day, maybe in the afternoon, or maybe if you're an athlete competing in, in an event, we all hit our wall, but you can break through your wall with Built Go. Whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it with Go every day. They come in easy-to-take, one-and-a-half-ounce packages. You could put it in your briefcase for a, your most focused presentation ever. Put it in your golf bag to power through the back nine, or just put it in your pocket so you have it whenever you need it to get through your day. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's like five-hour energy without that same crash feeling. Plus, it's natural, so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine 
and better results. Comes in three flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint. It combines energy gel with collagen protein. The collagen protein is the fastest absorbing, so it gets into my system quickly and it's easy on the stomach. Built Go was loaded with good stuff to ignite my work. Beta alanine, B3, vitamin B3, honey, and a little kick of caffeine. Then it kicks in to keep me going strong with vitamins B6 and B12. Collagen supports joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. And this stuff literally makes you look better. Visit BuiltGo.com and use the promo code LOCKED. You'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. So the Islanders also making one additional move. Christopher Gibson last week signing elsewhere. He is no longer going to be the starting goaltender in Bridgeport. Islanders looking for a replacement, and they end up signing someone that Lou Lamorello is familiar with, and I'm sure most Islander fans are familiar with. They ink former Canucks and Devils goaltender Corey Schneider to a one-year deal. And Schneider, 34 years old, going to get a chance to continue and hopefully rejuvenate his career. Probably starts the season in Bridgeport, may spend the entire season in Bridgeport. But here's the thing. Look, if for some reason Ilya Sorokin struggles early on in his adjustment to playing hockey in North America and maybe he needs to spend a little time in Bridgeport to get extra work or to get uh, a little more comfortable with the different angles that North American rinks have. You have a reliable, established NHL goalie in Corey Schneider who can really come in and, over the short term, be a responsible, steady backup to... uh, uh, Simeon Varlamov. So overall, the deal for Schneider makes sense. Injuries have hurt him over the last few years. He was bought out by the Devils last year. And look, Schneider was at one time one of the better goalies in the NHL. And for Lou Lamorello, he brings back someone he knows, someone who he trusts, uh, Gibson now with the Lightning, so that doesn't really uh, seem to, you know, he's not going to be back. You got a veteran who also, look, you go to training camp, let's say training camp starts in December, Corey Schneider can certainly be someone who could help Ilya Sorokin uh, adjust to life in the NHL. And whatever young goaltender is down in Bridgeport, having Corey Schneider there is almost like having a second goaltending coach because there is a guy who really knows, you know, goaltending and and the ins and outs of the game in the National Hockey League. So overall, it really is a logical deal. Obviously, the Islanders not worried about much of the cap implications and Snyder not going to get much more than the veteran minimum, but a good move right there for the Islanders. And, yeah, it'll give them somebody uh, to play at Bridgeport and be ready if injuries 
or issues strike. All right, today's Islanders birthday of the day. Happy 40th birthday to former Islanders defenseman Marc-Andre Bergeron. Bergeron uh, played for the Islanders back in 2006-2007 and 2007-2008. Played 69 games for the Islanders, 15 goals, 39 points, uh, and 26 penalty minutes during his tenure. Great player on the power play. Had a heck of a shot from the point. Uh, not as good in his own zone as he was offensively, but, you know, Bergeron, with the extra space afforded to him on the power play, when he revved up that cannon from the point, he could be a very dangerous weapon. We go back to one of his better games with the Islanders. How about this one? New Year's Eve 2007, December 31st, 2007, at the RBC Center in Raleigh, Islanders and the Carolina Hurricanes in goal for the Islanders, Wade Dublowitz, while the Canes countered with Cam Ward. And in the second period, it was Marc-Andre Bergeron getting the Islanders on the board. Rod Brindamore off for slashing Bergeron, a power play blast, his fifth of the year. Joseph Vasicek and Trent Hunter with the helpers at 2.06. Islanders led by a score of one to nothing. Then Mike Commodore of Carolina called for holding. Islanders cash in again. Bill Guerin is 13th. Mike Comrie and Marc-Andre Bergeron with the assist. Two nothing. Islanders. Less than two minutes after that, Ruslan Fedotenko with an even strength goal, his seventh from Andy Hilbert and Tim Jackman. Islanders led three to nothing. And the crowd at the RBC Center getting a little restless. But uh, 32 seconds after the Fedotenko goal, Carolina gets on the board. Craig Adams, his second from Mike Commodore. And Carolina's back in the game down 3-1. to one. But late in the period, with Craig Adams off for high sticking, Marc-Andre Bergeron, his second power play goal of the game, third point of the game, his sixth from Mike Comrie at 13-20. Islanders skate away with a 4-1 to win. Wade Dublowitz, 28 saves in this one. Mike Comrie with two assists, but our Islanders' birthday of the day, Marc-Andre Bergeron, two goals and one assist, tied for the team lead with a plus one. Bill Guerin led all Islanders players with six shots on goal in this one. Final score, Islanders four, Hurricanes one, as we celebrate a three-point night by Marc-Andre Bergeron, our Islanders' birthday of the day, and we wish him a happy 40th birthday today. All right, we've got more to get to. We will talk about Casey Sezikis' season, where he stands looking forward, plus a lot more to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. So we continue our look at the Islanders players, the complete roster from this past season and trying to find out where these players fit in going forward. Today, fourth line center Casey Sezikis, 48 games during the regular season, 10 goals and 14 points to go with 41 penalty minutes. Sezikis originally drafted in the fourth round by the Islanders back in 2009. And look, Sezikis had a 20-goal season 
in 2018-2019, by far the most productive of his career. In fact, it was the first time he reached double digits, was a little bit behind that pace this year, although obviously he had some health issues, and both of his line mates in Cal Clutterbuck and Matt Martin had some health issues at different times over the course of the season. But here's what you get from Casey Sezikis. In addition to a, a good amount of goals for a bottom six center, you get very strong performance in the faceoff circle. You get excellent penalty killing. You get leadership and you get a certain amount of clutch play. And obviously, and this is always important in the Barry Trotz system, with Casey Sezikis, you get responsible play in all three zones of the ice. So Casey Sezikis really is a valuable player for the New York Islanders. And he's one of those, you know, players that is a heart and soul guy. And the thing is, you look at that fourth line, which has earned really the nickname, the best fourth line in hockey. And, you know, you look at the numbers that these guys put up and none of them make you go, wow, I can't believe you know, how outstanding they are. But you watch the Islanders game in and game out over the course of the season, and you see what a difference it makes when Sezikis, Martin, and Clutterbuck are all on the ice, working hard, setting the tone for this team. And, you know, when Casey Sezikis was hurt during the playoffs, uh, and he scored, you know, he had two assists in 18 playoff games this year, by the way. But when Sezikis was hurt at the end of the playoffs, you saw the difference in the way the Islanders were playing the game. And, you know, it, again, it's not one of those things where you can just quantify it by looking at a stat sheet. But Casey Sezikis is a catalyst for this Islanders team. And he makes a big difference for this Islanders team. And again, I think he will be centering either the third or fourth line. And it depends, you know, to an extent whether they keep Matt Martin or not, who's healthy, etc. But look for Casey Sezikis to continue in a similar role next season. Hopefully he is healthier in next year than he was this past year. You know, 48 out of the team, 68 games. Missing 20 games is a big deal. He only missed nine games the previous season. So hopefully Sezikis is healthy and ready to roll for the Islanders for next season. And if he is at, at this stage in his career, I mean, Sezikis is 29 years old. He'll turn 30 at the end of February. He still has a few years left in his prime and continues to be a very big piece of the Islanders' puzzle. And, you know, is really one of those guys that sets the tempo for the way the Islanders want to play hockey. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe. That way it'll always be in your inbox at whatever the podcatcher of choice is for you. Uh, please also leave a five-star rating and a review. That helps other people find the Locked On Islanders podcast, and it helps grow our audience. Have a great day, everybody. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter for the very latest updates on Islanders free agent signings, trades, and the like. 
Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders.